Welcome to the Pro Football Network Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your co-host and Chief Content Officer David Behrman, alongside my partner in crime, Director of Betting, Brian Blewis. We've got one more game in Week 13 in Monday Night Football. What looked like an outstanding matchup probably before the season started and or even a couple of weeks ago before Joe Burrow's injury with the Cincinnati Bengals at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This line, Brian, has had a lot of movement. It was seven and a half a couple of days ago when I wrote the preview column. I bought it down to seven. I was all excited getting Jacksonville minus seven at minus 125. Those numbers are long gone, Brian. We got Jacksonville minus 10 total at 39 game in Jacksonville on Monday night. What do you like here? Yeah, you mentioned how much the spread has dropped, and I'm wondering if that's because that was just like the most popular te- like second leg of a teaser of the week, considering you're able to get it from 8.5 from much all week down to below a field goal. Now there's really no value in teasing Jaguars down from 10 to 4 or 9.5 to 3.5. But um, for this one, I think the line makes sense now. I thought last week when I was on the Steelers, and you know me, I never like betting on the Steelers that the line wasn't taken into effect as much, that this Cincinnati team, not even just with Joe Burrow struggling through injury early season, just hasn't been good. And it starts with their defense. You look at them statistically, they're 31st in yards per game allowed this season and kind of gone under the radar because Joe Burrow's injuries really overshadowed pretty much everything else going on this season with Cincinnati. And we, me and you both know, obviously, their defense has really carried them through the playoffs a lot. Their defensive coordinators thought of very highly so kind of the perception was overriding the reality here in a sense. So that's kind of why I think the line makes sense. We both saw last week how good the Jaguars looked. Well, the last two weeks, actually. Yeah, I mean, they had a good run. Like, give Cincinnati credit. Their backs were against the wall at one and three with a horrible start. They beat the Cardinals, Seattle, San Francisco, and Buffalo. Just the Seattle, San Francisco, and Buffalo three straight wins made you think they were back, made you think they were ready to go. Uh, then the unfortunate late loss to the Houston Texans, followed by Joe Burrow injury. You lose to the Ravens, you lose to the Steelers. Hello, goodbye, your season's probably over. Yep. But in the crazy, wacky AFC, they're they're right there in the mix. Um, I agree with you about the line. I was actually really surprised it was seven, seven and a half uh, on, on Monday and Tuesday. Going back up to 10 makes sense. It's a little too rich for my blood. I'm not going to lay 10 in a primetime Monday night game when Every single primetime Monday night game is going under the total. If it's going under, giving 10 is not a good idea. Any thoughts on the total of 39? Yeah, you mentioned all the primetime unders, and especially on Sunday and Monday nights. I don't have the stats in front of me, but almost all of the overs on primetime this year have come on Thursday night football, which is pretty insane. Yet, having said all of that, I like the team total over for Jacksonville, which um, I would take the full game one. I just have zero confidence in the Cincinnati offense really be able to keep up and push that total over, even with it being so low. But the Jaguars offense, I think, is in a groove. They've scored 58 points at 834 yards of offense combined their last two games. And small sample size, obviously. But we have enough evidence from earlier this season, last year, and their second half run and their playoff win, and a team led by Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. They're just enough there to believe that this is real. And I mentioned how bad Cincinnati's defense has been. I think this is one 24 and a half is a team total over. I think they could hit that pretty easily here. Yeah. And, and the Jacksonville is kind of an interesting thing with them, uh, considering they got off to a very bad start at one and two. And then they went on that huge run where they went overseas to England for back-to-back wins, came back, continued scoring well. Then you think, all right, Jags are back. They're six and two. They're a great team coming back from England. 
and they go ahead and throw up a, 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 a really bad one, like words that I probably can't use on air to describe the 34 to three loss of San Francisco, which kind of got me. So therefore I took Tennessee the next week and they got blown out and Texan, yeah. then they beat the Texans. So I do think they're going to take care of Cincinnati fairly easily. Um, but I don't really like the side or total in this game. If you didn't hop on the seven and a half. So let's go to the prop market. Um, what do you like prop wise in this one? Well, I don't know if you were watching that Steelers Bengals game last week. So Jake Brownie finished a day with like over 200 yards, over eight yards per attempt. But there's two chunk plays that are off deflections to Jamar Chase that really inflated those stats and how he looked. And Steelers have a good defense. But the Jaguars also have a good defense. I think they're pretty similar in terms of how they rank, in terms of a lot of different metrics. And this is also Jake Browning's first road start of his career. So I'm really looking at fading Jake Browning here taking his unders for completions, passing yards, and the under for Jamar Chase, receiving yards lines at 57.5. I mentioned those two deflections that he caught. Those were well over half of his yards from last week, I'm pretty sure. I just don't think luck will be able to bounce his way that drastically two weeks in a row. And I was looking at the stats too. So Bengals, pass block win rate, 30th in the NFL. Um, Their quarterback, Jake Browning, 31% of his pressures lead to sacks. So I really think he's going to be under duress the entire game, really struggling under pressure. That's why Jaguars have one of the best pass rush in the NFL now and Josh Allen. Overall, they're like an average pass rushing unit, but I think they really get home in this one against uh, the Bengals. Any touchdown props you like? I gave out, I'll give out one long shot I gave out in the column. Jaguars defense at 7-1. Oh. Hey, just you got, a, you got a quarterback like Browning back there struggling. That's not a bad one at all. I tried that with the 49ers defense last week, and it didn't work, but it's not a bad one. Yeah, absolutely. That's really why I'm thinking it, just because I mentioned of how bad he has been under pressure. Look at the quarterbacks he compares to in terms of like throwing under pressure, like quarterback rating all that under pressure. It's like Tim Boyle, Clayton Toon, Mac Jones. It's like all the quarterbacks that are most prone to just turning the ball over and on the defense to start bring the ball in the end zone for six. So if there's one time to take a defensive long shot touchdown play, it's a good defense at home against a back of quarterback. It's not a bad one. The one I'm giving out while not a long shot like that, I consider it a long shot because the guy has no touchdowns this year. That's right. I'm giving out a touchdown play to a guy with no touchdowns. Some would say he's due, although I never bet based on due because that's just I mean, you don't, you shouldn't do that. He's either going to happen or not happen. It depends. But this is a pure matchup play. You talked about some of the things that the Bengals are bad at. Another thing that I found out was they're terrible at covering tight ends. They're second worst defense in the NFL, allowing over six receptions and over 70 yards per game. So I will be playing Evan Ingram overs, but I'm also playing for him to get in the end zone. I think it'll be his first touchdown of the year, plus 235. You don't want to say he's due. The guy leads the Jaguars in receptions. And he's second in targets, yet the guy has zero touchdowns. At some point, being the team leader in receptions and second in targets to Christian Kirk, got to lead to the to the paint in the end zone at some point. And why not against a team that is terrible at covering tight ends? I expect Trevor Lawrence to finally find Evan Ingram in the end zone. The guy has been a good touchdown person in the past, although with other teams like the Giants. But I think this is his moment against a poor Cincinnati defense against tight ends. I think he gets over his six receptions and 70 yards and gets into the end zone. Finally, if, if he doesn't get in the end zone versus Cincinnati, I'm not sure when he gets in. Yeah. That's pretty nuts that it's week 13. 
He leads the team of receptions and has not scored a touchdown yet this season. He's basically the new uh, Deontay Johnson, I guess. Pretty much. And, you know, Deontay Johnson, everybody was on it when he finally got in there. So hopefully in a game like this where I don't really agree with taking the point spread now or the total, I lean under 39, but I also know that Jacksonville can put that up easily. Uh, I'm going to be totally in the problem. Why I said the team total? Team total? You do the team total. Uh, why don't you recap real quick what your bets are? I'll tell you mine, and then we'll Yeah, absolutely. Up. Yeah, I got the Jaguars over 24 and a half. I'm looking at Jake Browning under for completions. Right now, it's at 20 and a half at FanDuel. Passing yards, 216 and a half. And I like the under for Jamar Chase at 57 and a half. Now, even, not even a half unit, maybe like a third of a unit on a Jaguars defense to score a touchdown at 7 to 1. Yeah, that's Brian's picks. I'm on Evan Ingram overs his receptions, his yards, and in the end zone for plus 235. I lean Jags in the under. I'll probably play that the same game parlay, but if you couldn't get in at 7, I'm not getting in at 10. So that'll do it for the Monday Night Football Podcast. Make sure you go to uh, pfnbetting.com and or follow us on at pfnbetting. Plenty of betting information there that you can have. You'll have uh, an entire Monday same game parlay, Monday props, Monday touchdown bets. And remember, you can also go and get merchandise at PFN Merch. Go in there, sign up, get your lose letters, get your merchandise. PFN Merchandise stores open just in time for the holidays. Visit pfnmerch.com for exclusive shirts, sweaters, hats, and more for the football fan in your life. So for Brian Lewis, I'm David Behrman. Enjoy Monday Night Football.